Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. And welcome to this week's episode of this week's episode. I'm your host, Evan Goldstein. With me, as always, is the wonderful Karen Randazzo. I was going to call you a dick swab. <laughs> and the amazing Chris Randazzo. We've been bullshat. <laughs> we here on this week's episode talk television. This is episode 124 for the week of May 10th, 2018. It was Karen's pick this week, and she chose Killing Eve, season one, episode one nice face but before we get into that here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at mailatgeekade.com tell us what we're doing right tell us what we're doing wrong give us suggestions what we should be watching just reach out and let us know you're there so we're just gonna plow right through this karen yes another bbc show yes shocker (laughs) the least bbc show of the bbc shows i've ever watched i would call that accurate (laughs) Yeah, not as many British accents as I usually expect on BBC America. Yeah. Well, this show's been wild, widely hailed as kind of the replacement to the spiritual successor to uh, Orphan Black. And I think it's in the same vein where it was a co-production with like BBC America and BBC so that they, I don't know where they filmed it, but, you know, there was that sort of american slash canadianness to orphan black and i think that's that's present here too uh, yeah. even though it's in london yeah there's it, well the it's all over character. like this episode takes place all over the fucking place sure. so it's like globe hopping um what made you pick this one chris's mom <laughs> um, <laughs> okay been, thanks for that uh, <laughs> good night everybody <laughs> well uh i mean like i said i had heard good things about it online um heard it that you know if you like orphan black you'll like this and i certainly did like that um and she liked it and she kept telling me oh have you seen the show you got to see the show you got to see the show and i finally sat down and i watched it and i was like okay this is awesome we need to talk about this now so that if people are not watching it they start watching it um i i concur do you want to give a like because this is a bbc joint so do you want to give a brief synopsis of what we're watching Oh, yeah, sure. Um, so Sandra Oh is the main character. She plays a, um, she works for MI5 in the beginning of the episode, which is a British, um, like, Secret Service kind of thing. Uh, and there's a murder in Vienna, I think. And uh, her job is to protect the girlfriend of the victim so that she can testify as a witness. Um, and the person who did the murder is this serial killer named Villanelle and she's like romping around Europe killing people (laughs) and uh, Sandra O just kind of becomes obsessed with her and trying to find out who she is and how she does what she does so I'm I'm gonna you know full disclosure I I watched this twice today because the first time I I watched it I was at my mom's house and I attempted to watch it with her and within the first 
30 seconds of the show, my mom goes, what's going on? And I had to look at her and go, you and I are watching this together. You know about as much of the show as I do. So uh, enough. Yeah, this is not a background show. This I I I cross stitch like 99% of the time while I'm watching TV. I had to put my stitching down because I I needed to pay attention to figure out what's going on. And it's really cuz like it it seems very slow paced, but there's a lot going on informationally. Mm-hmm. Like it <laughs> I feel like they tried to to peek into the mind of a sociopath, yeah, and just just put it out there for normal people to understand, and like just you know just open the book, right. didn't explain anything, just said this is look her check her out, and when the show opens, she's just sitting there like stink eye and a child. <laughs> yeah, that that first scene that you're talking about with your mom. Um, the first time I watched it, I was like, is she like a robot trying to understand human behavior? Like, I couldn't figure quite figure it out. And then as soon as I saw where that character was going, I was like, then looking back at that scene, it made more sense. Right. And it was, it felt like I missed something beforehand. Like, like either like the volume wasn't on and there was some sort of explanation or whatnot and then as the show progresses yes you 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 do begin to understand oh she's a sociopath (laughs) this is why she's doing these things yeah the show's not gonna hold your hand absolutely not at all um where where do i know um sandra oh from um i mean she was on Grey's anatomy for like a million years that's what it was in the movie sideways <laughs> is that why you hate her no i mean that's the first place i ever saw her i a little context i have an irrational hatred of sandra O. Oh. <laughs> and i mean i'm fully aware that it's completely irrational she seems like a perfectly lovely woman i just I just can't stand her face. <laughs> I just don't know. Like, I don't know where it comes from because like, I don't think we've ever watched a show she's been in. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I it's a hatred from a distance. <laughs> I've, I mean, she, there was nothing particularly wrong with her in sideways. I just, I see her and I get angry. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. So how did you feel about this show? It's not that I want you dead. It's that I don't to, don't want you to be living anymore. <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Um, the first chunk of this, I was really bored through. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember Karen asking me if I was following everything okay. And and my mom asked me if I was following everything okay when I talked to her about it this morning. And you were just saying you, were, you had to really pay attention to follow things. It didn't really seem all that complicated. Like, this woman's a sociopath and she's an assassin. And this woman works somewhere, and she's misunderstood by her boss. And cool, it wasn't bad or anything. It was just like, all right, this is this is happening. And then, like somewhere around around like I don't know, maybe like ten minutes before the show was over, I was like, all right, I'm really into this right now. Let's let's, let's keep it cooking. Come on, keep them coming. I, I don't even know where the snap happened. Um, I totally dug Sandra O's boss from the from from the jump. And uh, uh, wait, her direct boss or her boss's boss? Her direct boss. Okay. I mean, not there was nothing likable about her boss's boss. Well, that the phrase "dick swab" came out of her boss's boss. So, 
I, 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 well, I appreciate him being... existence, but it came out of her boss. <laughs> right. <laughs> was... If it wasn't for him... <laughs> True. If it wasn't for him, we probably wouldn't have gotten the dick swabbing. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I mean, I was... I guess I didn't really expect it to go uh, the direction of her, like, kind of becoming a secret agent to hunt after this crazy woman, which I thought was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for some reason, I thought it was... I don't know. I guess I just kind of assumed I knew where it was going, and uh, I was very happy when I realized that I didn't know exactly where it was going, and where it is going is uh, seems kind of fun. Um, I uh, I shouldn't have thought I knew where it was going because this is a BBC America show, and they they give us lots of lots of good stuff. So I I don't know what I was thinking going into it with that attitude, other than I hate Sandra O's face. <laughs> My, my Sandra, oh, if you're listening, I apologize. <laughs> it is a completely irrational hatred. Sandra, I oh, don't know where it big came. Big fan from. of the show. Haven't big said fan that in of a while. the show. <laughs> Clearly, big fan of the show. Um, yeah, that's that's pr- that pretty much uh, sums up my my feelings on this this situation. It did have a a an obnoxious TV sin that I see a lot, um, and it's that. Just because a girl is skinny doesn't mean that she's in shape. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, this is one of those things that started to bother me, like, way back in the first Mortal Kombat movie, where they cast this model as Sonya. It's like, all right. So she, like, kicks this guy, and he goes flying, and he's a big, muscular dude, and but she has zero muscle tone, mm-hmm. like, at all. And, like, so I'm watching the, the, the girl who's playing the assassin, who is characteristically fantastic, like... She plays this part really well. And yes. She's super eerie and whatnot. But like, she's climbing up that the side of that house, and I'm like, there, mm. there's zero muscle tone. Like, there's negative muscle tone on her arms. Like, this woman is thin. She is fit, but she's she's not like in shape. You know what I mean? Like, there's she zero muscle scale tone there. that downspout like she did. Yeah, and I don't. I can't picture this woman having the physical fortitude to be able to kill people the way that this sociopath would be able to kill people and it's it's a minor gripe of mine because uh, it's it's kind of stupid but it's one of those things like it's one of those it's like that there's never any liquid in coffee cups on tv mm-hmm. shows kind of things mm-hmm. it's like this shouldn't bother me as much as it does but it drives me crazy <laughs> i mean there there were a couple of there was a couple of scenes in this episode that were like off-puttingly disturbing and one of them i have to mention she kills that grandpa like she stabs Mm -hmm. him in the eye with with the the hairpin that has poison in it yeah and my like i said the first time i watched this through my mother was in the room and she is very averse to violence and foul language as a matter of fact but she had her hand up to block her own view and then I'm watching it, and they did it so strategically that you fully understood what was happening, and you felt it, but you didn't have to see it. And I appreciated that. Right at the end of that scene, like, the creepiest interaction between the assassin and her mark, where it looked like she was going to crush his head, but she didn't. She just stared him in the eyes to see the point of death. Yep. And then she took relief in that. Like, mm-hmm. that was a, a scene, like, you fully understand that this woman is batshit crazy. And she's good at killing. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's, 
in an American show, it would he, she would have had her thumbs in his eye to finish it off. Mm-hmm. This was just her holding his head to see the last bit of soul escape his body. It was it was something I'd never seen before. And I was kind of sh- surprised to see it in a in a TV show. I my feelings on Sandra I feel like I expected her to be more confident of an I don't maybe actress or or character like she seems bumbly throughout the show seems kind of like that was part of the the you know the idea like that was yeah but why why would you take the bumbly character and make her a a a secret super agent or a spy well it seems like like chuck (laughs) chuck was not a spy chuck was a bumbling idiot surrounded by spies (laughs) And he became a spy. Uh, six seasons in, yeah. It's <laughs> Dude, he was a spy in like season two. <laughs> I feel like uh, she's one of those cases where it's sort of like she's really good at like the analyst part of her job, mm-hmm. but the sort of like interacting with other people part of her job, she's not good at. And that's why she's an analyst and not an agent like she wishes she was until dot 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 the end of this episode where she gets to meet with the woman from mi6 and possibly get recruited for further work on this particular case i i was unaware up until this show that there was an mi5 i'm assuming there's an mi4 as well i you'll have to ask the queen (laughs) that's you honey oh all in all i i enjoyed this and this is the type of pilot episode that mm-hmm. makes me want to see the next one right and I definitely felt the same i one thing i really appreciated about this because especially because of how dark it is mm-hmm. it's also really funny <laughs> yeah the, the interactions between like just about all of the characters even the, the crazy killer lady like there was a, a, a like a moment where she, I I don't know her handler her her I, the guy that the go between mm-hmm. where she pretends to be dead and and scares him like what the what what the fuck was that <laughs> yeah that scene was kind of weird that the like and he's standing there like I can see you breathing because like I saw her breathing too mm-hmm. and I was like wow she's kind of shitty at this and then the dude in the show is like I can see you breathing I was like oh okay that's on purpose. Still, like, she's still going through with it. And then, like, she scares him, like, by startling him. And she's like, I got you. I got you. And he's like, okay. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you, a fucking toddler? But, you know, she's she's yeah, sort crazy. Of. That's that's kind of the thing. But <laughs> I all, like her. All of, all of the character interactions were, like, genuine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sandra Oh and her, I don't know, like, the, the, the black girl that was, I know, her assistant... Yeah. Like, that stuff was great, especially when she, was in, <laughs> when she was asking about the, 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 the size of the woman's breasts. <laughs> the <laughs> end of that conversation was, like, perfect. All of our con- all of our phone calls are kept are confidential. confidential. Like, <laughs> like, that was funny. And, and, Chris, to your point, the interactions between her and her boss, because apparently there was some sort of drunken escapades the night before, like... You genuinely felt like they were friends. 
mm-hmm. and that and hung over hung over friends <laughs> the whole charcoal bit was funny like the the the, the you know the, the the assistant's like oh yeah I, I felt great i just popped some charcoal and went about my business and then she takes it and pops it in and she goes, oh my god that's disgusting <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's not just the dialogue that's funny. It's like the show like has a, I don't know a sense of humor about itself almost. The um, there was one particular cut where she's uh, in right in the beginning when she wakes up screaming. <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's funny to start with, and then she has the like conversation with her husband about you know what happened last night. I don't remember everything. And then she's like, well, at least we have the rest of that. She doesn't even finish this, her sentence and smash cut to her walking into work. Cause she got called in on the weekend after this like drunken night. And I have to give like the, 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 the funniest thing to me was she, at, at one point her and her husband are in bed together and she you know they turn off the lights to go to sleep and then she turns back on she leans over because you want to have sex and it's like yeah, well, sure and then they start to canoodle and she start then she goes away like she like her brain leaves and she starts talking about work and then they finish their conversation she turns back over and shuts off the light and then she wakes up she goes oh shit i forgot <laughs> sex <laughs> sorry <laughs> Oh no, I'm tired. I, I, what did he say? I'm knickered. <laughs> yes. I had to explain that what knickered means to my mom. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, and like, not necessarily that exact situation. Don't want to don't want to open the doors of our bedroom too wide or anything. But like, I I feel where she's coming from. Where you're like, you're doing something, and then you're you're thinking something else, and yeah, your brain just leaves for a bit, and then it comes back, and it forgot where it, le- it came from. Like, right. It, no matter what, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be that bedroom situation. It's you know, <laughs> cooking breakfast, driving somewhere. Exactly. All of a sudden, you're there. You don't know how you got there. That's one of the reasons I think I like this so much, is I just find that character really relatable in terms of just, um, you know, being kind of single-minded in some ways and totally distracted in other ways and being like really capable mm-hmm. but not uh totally confident and getting screwed over by that yeah um yeah I if just, she was I, if if she was like the super agent i mm-hmm. wouldn't have liked this show yeah same here i'm trying they, they, i'm trying there was a show that i was watching where there was this woman who she became. It was the Punisher. Did you guys watch the Punisher? Not yet. Sorry. Oh, okay. There's a there's a, a female agent in that show, and she is like the antithesis of Sandra. And as I'm watching this show, I'm like, it's shocking to me that they didn't make her more confident or stronger, like like the American way. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then I remember it's, it's a BBC show. They do it. Yeah, better. it's British. They <laughs> they have a you know different perception on what Americans are like. <laughs> well, all in all, I enjoyed it. I'm gonna I'm gonna check out the rest of it. Is it? I mean, I go to the IMDb page and it says that there's two seasons. Is is it already? It, no, it's in the middle of its first season. Okay. I think the fifth episode just aired. Okay. So. And this is on BBC America. Yes, indeed. Awesome. Well, Karen, thank you so much. You're welcome. Yet another show that I'm going to have to catch up on. <laughs> All right. Um, let's take a quick break when we, uh, we you know, we're going to do our, our news bit when we get back. So stay tuned. This month, our heroes go through the plane of Dominaria 
talking about the new set when it comes to Magic the Gathering Arena and their general thoughts. In the realm of Dungeons and Dragons, the boys look at an unearthed arcana and turn heroes of Marvel into heroes of Faroon. Last but not least, they review the role-playing game Love Letters and bemoan the Exit series. Hear all this and more in an all-new You Shall Not Pass Go, episode 27, A Fistful of MacGuffins. On this month's episode of the Waveback Podcast, Matt and I travel to Gotham City to check out the music of the adventures of Batman and Robin for the Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Wasn't any good? Well, the name Joel Schumacher never entered into the discussion, so chances are pretty good that it didn't suck. But you'll have to listen to find out. Check out the latest on the Waveback Podcast, episode 56, The Adventures of Batman and Robin. Based on the cartoon. Not that crappy movie. Everybody loves a good zombie story, but what good is all that action without some genuine feels? And what better place to find feels than among a group of Japanese high school girls? Jonathan brings us a new anime offering featuring a post-apocalyptic world where the characters live at the school they attend that explores such questions as whether zombies retain muscle memory of their former life and how to bring lightness to such a dark subject without being overly cutesy. Intrigued? Click on over to the Anime Annex, School Live, to find out more. You can catch all this great stuff, plus tons of other articles, videos, podcasts, and more, right now at geekade.com. Hey, Karen. Hey, Evan. So, uh, it, it's time for the 60-second summary. What are, we, what are we surmising this week? Uh, well, I finally caught up on Jane the Virgin, so I'd like to talk about the season finale, which is entitled chapter 81 just go by chapter numbers it's really dumb okay. <laughs> it was a season four finale <laughs> okay so do you have your timer ready i do all right when you are ready okay and go so uh it was pretty cool um if you guys don't know jane the virgin it's based on a telenovela and everything's like super dramatic um there'd been this one character all season uh, played by Rosario Dawson, whose name was also Jane. So they decided to uh, refer to her by her initials. Her last name was Ramos, so they called her JR this whole episode, the whole season. And in the end of the, the finale, there's a plot where somebody uh, is going to attack one of the other characters, and she stops them and wrestles the guns away and shoots them, but you don't see who it was that was the attacker. And so they end it on the mystery, who did JR shoot? that was really cute and then the other the other big cliffhanger was that uh, uh jane and her f- uh, boyfriend fiance whoever um they were g- getting ready to move in together and he was being all mysterious about it and then you find out at the end of the episode oh, her first husband who died is not dead and that's where they ended it and i'm freaking out <laughs> wait <laughs> wow okay very good this is the, the upcoming season is the final season right that's correct. All right. Well, we will have to find find out next season who Jr. killed. And I think we will be uh, hopefully talking about that show on on this show <laughs> sometime between now and then. Very good. Thank you, Karen. You're welcome. And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out our commercials and the 60 second summary. Uh, the the final question: Who did Jr. kill? That uh, no, it's. Not like 1980 or 70. When was that? Oh, my God. I believe the hashtag they used was JR shot who? <laughs> hashtag J- What? All right. Let's talk some news. 
first up from superhero hype legion season two expands to 11 episodes chris you posted up this one um are you caught up with this at all or are you, are you just editing the the legion of spoilers I'm just editing Legion of Spoilers. All right, because I read this. I am not caught up, and I'm like, shit, this is going to be a confusing catch-up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's, I, I, I. what was it at? Like, I don't... I think it was originally supposed to be 10, and then they just decided in the middle of airing yeah, the season they were going to do one more. <laughs> do one more. Like, all right, sure. Cool. Well, I I really did like the season first season of this show, and I'm mildly upset that I I have not caught up on it, but I will. And now I have an extra episode to watch. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. <laughs> We're jumping Thank over you. to Glamour.com. Busy Phillips. Yeah, she she's back. She's going to be getting her own late night talk show. Now, Karen, are you f- familiar at all with Busy's Instagram? I life? wasn't before this, but as soon as I read the story, I went over and followed her. And so it's been a couple of days now and she is she is worth the price of admission. <laughs> OK, <laughs> I, I remember back in the Cougar Town days, her Instagram or Twitter account went crazy because like what she have it um she had the larmy uh-huh and yes. that was a thing on the show and and now apparently it's still going <laughs> <laughs> um it's it's pretty like this 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 article is pretty interesting how i never really thought about like i don't watch late night television uh mm-hmm. the, the most i experience is via facebook clips and i didn't realize how misogynistic it is <laughs> yeah sam b is pretty much the only one out there doing her own thing so they get another face and i always liked her i was fine i always found her very entertaining mm-hmm. um i'm, I'm kind of interested because it's it's based off of her her instagram account and all of the crazy shenanigans that happen there um, I read this today, so I will be checking out her Instagram account tomorrow and burning yeah, away some daylight hours that way. <laughs> there's a lot there. Like, uh, if you go to her stories, it, when I look at someone's stories, maybe there's like, there's either like one or two or there's six pictures or clips or whatever. She's got like 20 in a row. Oh, Jesus. Like, you know how Kevin Smith uses Twitter and he just threads things together and yeah. he just goes... That's how she uses Instagram stories. It's like 45 minutes later, you're like, what did I just watch? I forgot how this started. <laughs> well, so somebody sent her, she's writing a book and she just finished writing it. And somebody sent her a plant to congratulate her, but there, the, when the note wasn't signed. And so she did a whole like thing of like trying to figure out who it was on her story. And trying to figure out who sent her this plant. And for some reason, it was really captivating. So I think the show is going to be just fine <laughs> great good that's what i like and i to like hear. the name of the show too it's called busy tonight yes it's very it's it's spot on right on the nose i think she's a great choice for a late night host she's I agree. it's like 
I don't know if, if her real life personality is that of, you know, the, the character she played in Cougar Town. I feel like it's really close. <laughs> she has a very interesting voice and like mannerisms and whatnot. I don't think I've ever seen anyone else that reminds me of her. So I think that's a pretty good quality to have for a, a late night host. Yes. Individuality. Nice. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll be sure to be checking that out when it when it when it comes to to life. TBS, um, I think, which I think is a good good place for a thing like this. Oh yeah, so I assume she's going to be somewhere near Conan's show, right? Like as far as time slot. Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm not I'm not 100 percent clear on the details. That's a pretty good fit. When we get more information, we will definitely pass it along. More as it develops. <laughs> um. News from Entertainment Weekly. Uh, another major Arrow actor is exiting ahead of season seven. So at the end of season six, um, I don't even remember his name. It was the alcoholic dad that was a cop that turned into Detective Lance. Laurel. Laurel. I, that, like I, I knew his name wasn't Laurel. I couldn't remember what his name was. <laughs> That's how long it's been since I've watched Quentin, this show. Quentin Lance. It took me a minute on the first name, but yeah. Um, so... Who left before? Thea. Thea. Okay. So Thea's out. He's now out. Now, there was a very interesting little tidbit in this article uh, saying that um, season six is typically when actors' initial contracts are up. Mm-hmm. Now, makes sense. I have no basis of information because I don't watch this show. Um, wouldn't, if they are a major character or part of a story, wouldn't they like continue their contract? If they, if they wanted to, and the show wanted them. But, uh, I mean, I feel like Paul Blackthorne can be doing more than where his character is. Yeah. I'm not, I don't think anybody's really happy with what's going on with Detective Lance these days. He's the mayor now. Yeah, yeah. I've read that in this article. By default. Mayor by default. <laughs> Yikes. Mayor by default. <laughs> um, so that's interesting. Uh, there are uh, there are still a shit ton of people on this show, though, right? Mm, yeah, they're bringing back many. Colton Haynes. Which one's Colton yeah. Haynes? Um, uh, the original Roy. Red Arrow. Roy oh, Harper. okay. Roy, uh-huh. I don't know, like, they're bringing him back, but Thea's gone? I don't know. Weird. Weirdness. Well, maybe they just can't be together. Awkward. They dated before. I remember that part. Well, there's news about Arrow. Um, now, Karen, you posted this next one from The Hollywood Reporter, and mm-hmm. I w- my first reaction was, Really? Um, apparently they're going to try again with a Swamp Thing TV series. And I got another bit of information in this article as well that DC is doing a digital platform, uh, a streaming service. I... <laughs> <laughs> sure, everybody, why don't you jump on that bandwagon? See where it takes you. Like, it's, it's... it's worked out well for everyone so far. I was just watching Yahoo screen earlier tonight. (laughs) 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 Everlasting punchline that is Yahoo screen. 
All right, so uh, Mark Verderden and Garrett Derberberber <laughs> will pen the scripts and serve as showrunners on the live-action drama. So they're going to try to do Swamp Thing again. Um, so what's this like? When the twelfth times do the charm. Swamp Thing before was that? I remember there was an old Swamp Thing movie, right? No, there was two movies, at least two movies, uh, a television show, and a cartoon. I remember the cartoon. I don't remember any of the rest of that stuff. Yeah. And it's always the same story. And this is also going to be... So, okay, so properties have multiple times, including a 1982 featurette, uh, directed by a 1990s network-aired live-action TV series, uh, a short-lived animated series in the 90s as well, <laughs> that aired in Canada. <laughs> mm, oh, Canada. I thought there was two movies. There was a Man Thing movie. Man oh, thing maybe I'm just confusing the two. Look very similar. Or com- com- combining the two. And you know what's what's bad? Like what's a shame is that the Swamp Thing comic is great, and they have yet to to capture that storytelling in live action or apparently in cartoon form. But they're going to give it another shot. Um, what I can say is the bona fides of these writers and producers is 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 heavy. Um, Smallville, Constantine, Ash vs. Evil Dead, Daredevil, uh, sci-fi, uh, but heroes, Battlestar Galactic. Like the people that are doing this have touched a lot of sci-fi e comic book e properties. So, here's hoping. Uh, I probably won't find out about it until it's, you know, at least a season in, because I am not getting a DC <laughs> digital service. Yeah, no. Not going to happen. Who is? I don't know. Who is that for? I don't know. Nerds with too much money. <laughs> it's for Jim Lee himself, and that's it. Just Jim. All right, next up from Deadline.com. Now... Arrested Development. All right, I'm just going to read it. Arrested Development, Jeffrey Tambor to appear in season five after Transparent Ouster. He, 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 he was asked to leave Transparent, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, because of. Because he's a bad man. Because he's a bad, bad man. Or is it, is it, is it, do we have to say allegedly a bad man? Uh, I guess he's not convicted, so okay. he's an alleged bad man. <laughs> an alleged bad man. Um, so, wait, now, Net- Netflix, is this the same Arrested Development season that we talked about, like, I feel like a year ago? Or did they do a season four on Netflix? Season four has been done, yes. Okay, so they did so this that. Is a, this is a new season And they're doing five. another one. Okay. I think it's coming out really soon, too. All right. So, yeah. So, <laughs> the power of the Me Too movement is not as strong as we wish it was. <laughs> Some of these assholes are getting a, another chance. And, ugh. After that Charlie Rose thing last week, and now this. It's There's a lot of people connected to this story saying, like, you don't understand. It wasn't really like that. I, I mean, who knows what to believe, I guess. But it just doesn't feel right to me. 
it, it, when I it didn't feel right to me either when I read this. I was I it it says um pa 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 back when he was accused of the sexual harassment the well, it was only the one co-star um David Cross said he's standing behind them and that him as a news article went away. Mm-hmm. So I I guess Netflix feels like it's been long enough. I I guess or that they're you, you may want to rethink that Netflix. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> dude, Amazon let him go. Yeah. That's not nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And he, they not only did they let him go, they let him go from his show and kept yes. his show going. And, you know, this aside, what are you still doing with the rest of development? I know people love it, but, like, all I heard about season four was that it was a flaming hot pile of garbage. And so what are you doing with season five? Like, gonna how is stomp that, out that, that for? pile of garbage and try again? <laughs> Or they're just going to throw more garbage and lighter fluid on top. I don't know. <laughs> watch it burn. <sighs> well, I mean, I don't watch the show, so I can't say, but I just, I don't know what they're doing. Well, Chris, you posted up this next one from the rap.com. Um, <laughs> I have watched a couple of episodes of Timeless, and I think it's an interesting show, but it, you can't do time travel. Especially historical time travel. Have you seen this? Timeless disagrees. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're a logical thinker, <laughs> you you see all of the holes in this show. Um, timeless showrunner sends SOS to fans as cancellation looms. Um, I, if I'm not mistaken, this would be the second time it's been canceled, right? Yes. Yeah. I, have you... At all watched? Have either of you yeah, watched? I watched the, watched the first couple episodes of it. I, I dug it. Yeah, it was ridiculous, but, you know, good on them. <laughs> they they gave it a whirl, but, you know, like, they changed things. <laughs> like cool, man. the Hindenburg I'm, crash. <laughs> I would be... I, I, I wish I was still watching it. You know, I just... It, it fell off our list of things to watch. It just, you know, fell off the priorities list. It was, it was a step below Blind Spot, which has also fallen off our list. <laughs> One step it was, below it was blind just spot. that kind of delightful little piece of stupid in my life, and and I was happy that it existed, and uh, then I was sad when it got canceled, and then I was happy when it came back, and now like yeah, go go for it, guys, fight fight to the last, <laughs> fight the good fight, keep yourselves employed. Um, so yeah, they're they're, they're begging for fans to you know, there's a, there's a note from Eric Kripke uh, about what needs to happen, and you know if you want to keep the show around. Follow these simple rules. Watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what I did note is that apparently if you DVR it and you watch it, but you fast forward through the commercials, it doesn't count. Well, fuck that. Yeah, that's the point of DVR, that's people. Point of, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there it is. If you want it, try to save it. Do what you got to do. Um, Chris, you, you posted up this, uh, this, this one as well. And, uh, um, this article <clears throat> is chock full of information, but we're going to concentrate on a very small tidbit of it. Um, now 
is is this Dallas and Robo a current show? I don't think so. Okay. So, all right, YouTube uh, what why specifically were you interested in the 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 Dallas and Robo part? Well, I just saw the see the headline that I saw for this wasn't the headline of this article. Okay. It was just like uh John Cena and Cat Dennings in a cartoon by the the studio that does BoJack Horseman. I'm like, all right, I'll <laughs> click on that. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay, so that is not at all the article title that I see. Yeah, and no, then when you read like about this, it, it's way more bland. Yeah, and I'm like, oh hey, look at this. See, like, I couldn't tell. Like, I couldn't tell if this was like something that your kid was interested in. And then I'm looking at, it, I'm like, that doesn't look like something that the children should be watching. <laughs> I find Cat Dennings entertaining, and I've also all right. So who's Cat that- Dennings? Help me. She's Darcy in the Thor movies. Yeah. Darcy in the Thor movie. Uh, uh, Jane Foster's wisecracking friend. friend. Oh, from Two Broke Girls? Yes. Yeah, Got it. Sure. Wow, uh, you know what's funny? I think in, in down at the bottom of this article somewhere, it's like, all the secrets you wanted to know about Cat. <laughs> like, nah, I don't need to click on that. That's clickbait right there. <laughs> yeah, quite. And like John Cena was pretty funny in that, uh, what was it, Trainwreck? Yes. Yes. So, I mean, clearly that dude's got some talent other than like people not being able to see him is apparently a thing. I don't I don't get wrestling, but uh <laughs> Cad Dennings is a uh, no matter how many articles or <laughs> Yeah, no, I no, I've read a lot. <laughs> you know, I've actually tried Dan will be like, "Dude, you just you just have to watch this. It's art." And I'll watch like 14 seconds of it was like i'm sorry this, this art doing sucks absolutely nothing for me like at all i'm just not getting it um so i mean you read this it says john cena cena voices robo uh, cena voices robot robo while dennings plays space trucker dallas as they and i'm already sold <laughs> as they i'm done as I don't they, need to doesn't read matter what they're doing doesn't matter what they're doing. Sign me up. And I'm like, look at the pictures, and the girl is drinking, and the robot has, like, flames painted on him. He's wearing a cowboy hat. (laughs) Sure. As they explore the world of Big Riggin. Jane Lynch. Wow. Uh, A couple of guest stars. Um, Unfortunately, it's on YouTube Red. Yeah, so I'll just wait until uh, it's available elsewhere. (laughs) I don't... Check out this article. All effort. There's a lot of information, casting and, and casting information, and specials, and so on and so forth. So uh, there's Ooh. also a bit in here about the Descendants three. If any of you give a shit about the Descendants, I don't. But I will say this: there are now two shows on YouTube that I'm at least vaguely interested in. What's the other and one? Cobra Kai. Oh, that's right. I know the first one's up for free. But, I mean, if YouTube keeps making shows I'm interested in, plus I don't have to watch commercials on YouTube, I will begrudgingly think about it. <laughs> I like that. Not that you'll begrudgingly do it. You'll begrudgingly think about it. I am angry that they're making me think about this. <laughs> I should not be begrudge them this, this thought process. Uh, all right. Let's, let's move on to, to uh, CBR.com. <laughs> You know, I didn't even think about this till I actually read the article, and it makes a shit ton of sense. Frazier's almighty influence on Avengers Infinity War revealed. Now, 
I'm not going to spoil the movie. I'm not putting any... That was last week. But apparently the back and forth between Doctor Strange and Tony Stark was based off of Fraser Crane and his brother. Like that little yeah. tit for tat kind of stuff. Retroactively, like really, that may, that does make a lot of sense, <laughs> doesn't it? <laughs> um, and have this the way that they figured. I like the way the the article explains that. Like you'd think that well, these two characters are pretty similar to one another. We should, you know, they both have goatees. <laughs> they're both and they're snarky both, uh, narcissists, so we should probably split them up so we spread the narcissism around. Like, no, let's let's concentrate. Let's put them both together in the same place. And I thought that was a great idea because I loved these two interacting with one another. You love the concentrated narcissism? I like that. They were fantastic together. Um, We, in the show notes, we will caveat the hell out of it. There are hella spoilers in this article for Infinity War. So be forewarned. Get your to the theater and see it. Um, it. Yeah. Rest of you, too. Not just your butts. <laughs> Let's on move butts. on. I Hold like on this article butts. a lot. <laughs> this one coming from the Hollywood Reporter again. John Oliver says goodbye forever. <laughs> after Koala Chlamydia War, <laughs> Chlamydia Ward is named after him. And honestly, that's a good place to end. <laughs> it's- Putting this in the feed was like one of the strangest things I've ever typed. I, I do I do like the, the sentence follow up to the John Oliver buys Russell Crowe's jockstrap to save last blockbuster in Alaska story. LOL. Stranger sentence I have never typed. <laughs> um so did you I didn't get a chance to watch any of the video. Um but apparently did do, do either of you have more information than what's written here? Like Um well I, the video, uh, the clip from the show basically is summarized in the article that, that this is what happened. Uh, the only the only thing is, like, after after he talks about the Koala Chlamydia Award and whenever he goes on to say that they had one goal when they started making Last Week Tonight. And he wrote it on a piece of paper and put it in this envelope. And he pulls a piece of paper out of the envelope and it says Koala Chlamydia Award. And then he starts talking about how, like, so that's it. We've done everything we set out to do, and this is a good place to li-. And li- literally, dudes, like, um, what do they call them? Like, stagehands come out and start disassembling the set. He's taking <laughs> off his mic pack. He's like, we're done. There's nothing more we can do here. It's been a great run. Thanks for, co- you know, being with us. <laughs> Way and to end it on a high note. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was outstanding. <laughs> so, now... Russell Crowe donated some of the proceeds from his his divorce thing to to the the blockbuster. Is that how I read this properly? So no, like, John John Oliver bought the jockstrap from the auction. Okay, for for Russell Crowe's divorce auction, whatever the hell, <laughs> and sent it to this blockbuster in Alaska. I don't know. Wh- how that helps the blockbuster <laughs> other than i guess bringing people in who want to see it but uh to to uh i guess uh, so retaliate Russell, uh, for that level of a prank russell crowe took quote unquote took the money that john oliver spent on this uh, auction item <laughs> and donated it to name the koala chlamydia award uh, uh, after john now oliver. it makes sense 
That's insane. And whether or not that actually (laughs) happened. I don't care. I'm believing that it did. In question. But uh, they did have a video part um, like talking about the, you know, the generous donation from the Irwin family, (laughs) from like his wife and his kids. Right. Like (laughs) Russell Crowe actually recruited them for this stunt. (laughs) Nice. Nice. This is this is see, this is why I like John Oliver. He's fun. For the record, this is the most I've ever liked Russell Crowe. That's also true. Good point. Nice add-on there, Karen. <sighs> okay. We're going to we're going to end this on a high note. We saved the best for last. <laughs> this comes to us from tvline.com. Marvel oh, Hold on. I got to I got to chill. Marvel's Luke Cage season 2 trailer has finally hit. Um Apparently, there's a new baddie, and there's the possibility that he could take down Luke. What's the new baddie's name? No idea. Damn it. (laughs) We both watched this trailer, and we both can. They said it a couple of times, and we cannot. The best I got is Fish Monster. (laughs) Luke Cage versus Fish Monster. So let's, let's, let's let's do this live. Uh, Luke... Cage season two villain entree Google give me the answers Bushmaster Bushmaster I'm sorry what (laughs) (laughs) so not fish monster not fish monster Bushmaster (laughs) and that is a Luke Cage villain yeah so oh boy (laughs) wow He's fancy looking. Yeah, yeah. The images are pretty goddamn awesome. Um, wow. So let's let's talk the trailer. I'm gonna go with fucking awesome. Yes. All right. I'm gonna go with freaking awesome. Okay. Thank you, you don't curse as much as I do, and that's and I I I, I understand. That. I do in my head. Okay. But there's small children in there's this small house. children around. I understand. I don't have small kids around. My cat doesn't care that I curse. That you know of. Cat doesn't give a shit. Cat doesn't give a shit. <laughs> so we in we had a teaser before where Luke is, you know, he's now becoming one with with the throngs. He is he's come out and every people know who Luke Cage is and that he's a badass and bulletproof. So this trailer shows a couple of things. Him being blown up and surviving. Um, the interaction between him and the bad guys holding a gun, like the, the Uzi or the machine gun at him. And it's like, come on. It's like, we got to try. <laughs> like, that was funny to me. <laughs> um, we, we get a interaction between him and Bushmaster. What did I say it was? Bushmaster? Bushwhacker. Bushwhacker. Whatever. I'm gonna stick with fish monster, you guys. Okay, fishmonger. Uh, <laughs> I mean, knocking the snot clean out of his head. Um, some dance numbers, a couple of revisits from an old Betty, and some we Claire get Temple. to see uh, the Robo Arm. So, like, we got everything. This is the right trailer. Perfect. We found it, you guys. We found the right one. Um, so yeah, check it out. It is looking good. Um, still, thirteen episodes, 
And it's coming uh, June 22nd. Happy birthday to me. Wow. So, all right. What else comes out June 22nd? The new Jurassic Park movie, which I don't really want to see. Uh-uh. Um, Luke Cage, which I do really want to see. Uh-huh. And, and Jury Duty. Uh, jury. Well, that's not till the 25th. I'm, I'm good there. Uh, and also, June 22nd is Mario Tennis on Switch. Oh, so, Christ. I'm have a good day. Man. And too many games. And too many games. Nice. You have a hell of a weekend. What a time to be alive. <laughs> all right. That's it, people. That's all the news we got. So, uh, let's... let's <laughs> Wow, we, we blew through this episode. Chris, you got, a, you got a spiel for me? You can get in touch with us at com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook with both the Geekade page and the This Week's Episode page. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content and follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade or follow this show specifically at Twepcast. You can also find us individually on the Twitters. I am at Geekade Chris. That's Geekade K-R-I-S. Karen, where can the good people find you? Uh, I am at shoot underscore the underscore moon, and I just started a new account for my cross-stitching. Uh, it is at STM Stitches, so if you're into geeky crafting, you can follow that. She runs the account herself. The stitching does not know how to use Twitter yet. <laughs> Evan, where can people find you? Geekaid underscore Evan. Good answer. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher. Or if you're super duper nice, you can leave us a super duper review because any and all feedback is super and or duper. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com for fresh original content as many times as we can post it with our fingers. Back to you, Evan. Thank you so much, Chris. And it is your turn. I agree. It is my turn. So, so, what? What's our homework? What are you making me watch? Uh, can you guess? No. Oh well. All right then. <laughs> I guess it's less obvious to you because you're not me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. It's less obvious to you because you're not me. Okay. <laughs> uh, we are going to watch. My favorite season premiere, particularly my favorite first, like, 30 seconds to two minutes of a season premiere of all time on any TV Uh, show ever, Man of Science, Man of Faith, season two, episode one of Lost. (laughs) I knew it. You know why, Evan? Why? Because we gotta go back. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta go back. We gotta go back. Gotta go back. (laughs) All right. Lost season one. The show has not gone off. Yeah, season two episode. Oh, excuse one. me, season two episode one. Yeah, <sighs> this was this was peak right here, man. This was this was before the show went off the rails. Yeah, this show is bugging me out watching it now because it's like I'm freaking enthralled by it. Like I keep, I'll be working and I'll just like drift over to my other screen. And I'll be like, ten minutes will pass. But like crap, I really got to I got to work. I can't be keep paying attention to this. <laughs> I but this know. show is so freaking good. Yeah, it's gonna be. You know what um, happens. All right, that's just it. I forget most of what happens. (laughs) No, you know the overarching what happens. I know Saeed was in a pyramid at some point, and I know (laughs) that the dude's beard was glued on, and I don't know all kinds of weird stuff goes on. But and Hurley doesn't lose a pound. (sighs) All right, everyone, that's it. That's all we got from all of us here at this week's episode. I'm Evan. I'm Karen. Uh, you're a dick swab. (laughs) Good night. And this concludes our broadcast day.